to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu. I'm telling you, is that you? What's happening? This is episode 170 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lubecomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by don'ttalkshop.com as well as the Patreon producers. They support us at the Weeb tier. Get early access to the video version of the podcast as well as access to the bonus podcast the after story the after story is a podcast that where we just talk about everything and not just anime including life but shout out to the patreon producers a b and brown dre the goat g johnny from anime lytical podcast k the pro from chaotic culture podcast explicitly monique williams and nachi speaking of nachi he dm me on discord like if y'all haven't watched cyberpunk so something we i think we've both done i hope I know I've done And we're going to be talking about in this show today We're also going to be talking about the wrap up Of the summer season What are our thoughts on the shows That are um, have about one more episode left For literally 99% Of the shows But a few shows that are completed um, A few things that ended I'm excited to talk about that But before we do that, tell how you feeling I'm feeling real good man Uh I do kind of want to play cyberpunk though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I I kind of want to play cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. It's funny. How, how you doing, man? I'm okay. I'm okay. Again, this this fucking cough won't leave me. It's irritating, but we're gonna deal with it. We're gonna deal with it. Not too bad. Not too bad myself though. I'm chilling. Um, and I did play cyberpunk, so I got a lot to talk about when it comes to this uh this anime. Other than that, I, I do I do know some stuff though. I know some stuff. So I was looking. I was like, ooh. Do you? I, I know about Adam Smasher. Okay, okay, okay. And I and I know about what's his name Barsky. We'll talk about all that later. We'll talk about all that later. Tell what is your uh, what is your episode of the week this week? Uh, um, it's super hard. It's between Made in the Business and Summertime Rendering. But hear, hear me out. I'm giving Summertime Rendering a flowers at the end of the season because they deserve it. Absolutely. It what a great fucking episode! But then we had like been a girlfriend with some great stuff. Pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a lot of really good things. I'm gonna choose. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose summer summertime rendering. Ooh, vermilion gold too. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with summertime rendering. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna choose. Uh, definitely gonna choose vermilion gold. I was already gonna choose vermilion gold from that. That episode was extremely touching. Uh, again, that's a show that's ex- way deeper than it's uh, than it's led on to be. Like you think it's just this weird, you know, etchy kind of high school romance show. No, it's it's more than that. It, it goes deeper than that, and it went deep this week. It, it went it very, went very deep. Very deep. I, I kind of wanted to talk about it. Yeah, very sad too. Yeah, very because sad. like you think about the context of the show. Yeah. Right. Our main character. Should we, should uh, we take it? You, 
Yeah, let's take it to spoiler talk. Okay, let's take it yeah. to spoiler talk. That's, we can't we can't talk about the second to last episode in a podcast just spoiling the shit. It's, oh, you're right. It's a it's a show we have to you guys have to watch. Vermilla Go deserves to be watched by everyone, and I, I think I've said that since the season started. But uh, let's let's get into it, man. This this summer season, summer of 2022. How are you feeling about uh, your sleeper overall? Because your sleeper actually ended. Mine's have. Uh, Two more episodes? Yeah, two more episodes left. Uh, his sleeper being My Isekai Life and my sleeper being um, Call of the Night. Let's start off with the sleepers, though, first and foremost. Um, How overall I feel about my sleeper? If I'm being 100% honest about it, it was really only about two or three episodes I really, 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 really enjoyed. Mm. Like, it was cool. It was okay. I'm not, I'm not going to say, like... There was, like, I'm not gonna say like I hated it or anything like that. Right. Um, it it feels like it was cool. Yeah. It it didn't push me over the top for it. Like nothing, nothing really gave me this. Like I'm really excited to see the next season kind of thing. Mm. It just didn't. It didn't feel like that for me. Mm. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, I didn't. Um, I didn't dislike it either. Like I. It wasn't a pain to watch or anything like that. It was just something that I watched every Tuesday because it came out mm-hmm. the, the day the episode released. So I, and then I would forget about it because everything else would come out later and everything else would just be so much better. Like, it's not a bad show, per se. Um, so It's just cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. You you definitely didn't miss this this time as far as sleepers go. I'll, I didn't I'll miss that. last time either. Land of Lido was good. Land of, Land of Lido was good. It was that funny. Was, that was... Was that last season? Yeah. Actually, I don't even know if that was that your sleeper or was it the other one, the other show. No, Landley Dale was my sleeper. Not that other one. Man. You sure? <laughs> not, not the other one. I'm sure. Don't try to play. No, nah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Landley on. Dale was my sleeper. I might have to go back in the archives for this one because I think what you chose was that that one with the student, the magic student dude, and the witch lady with the staff. That was okay, from like so Land of Lido was before that then. Yeah, yeah, Land of Lido was before that. Because you're before. right. That was uh the what was it, the witch? Yeah, that was that was ass yeah. astastic. Mm-hmm. But Landed right. was fire. It was absolute fire. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> how how are you feeling about your sleeper though? Call it a night, it's so fucking boring, bro. It's it's a it's again a pretty show. It sounds good. It just is so fucking boring. I to be honest, they had probably one of the better episodes they had this week with the kids when, when they went to the school. And really? They, they met the uh, other vampire. Was that last week? No, that was this week. But I just, I kind of felt like the previous episode was better. No, this one was better for sure. You think so? Okay. Yeah, because it, it gave us it gave us a little bit more into like the vampirism of the show. You know what I'm saying? Which is something that we haven't had. We just, we just kind of had what we had with with the girls and, and them talking about killing our, our guy but I think the fact that seeing a teacher you know become a vampire and not eat anything for how long they say a year? 10 years 10, Ten years. years Jesus Christ and then get killed like that and got this mysterious woman that that kind of brought some intrigue to a show that was just extremely uh flat for me the show is flat it's just it just it goes in a straight line it doesn't really do anything you know different or too special but it's cool to look at and listen to and that's how i feel about call of the night i didn't miss it's not a bad show you know i don't think i've ever missed sleepers but i i, I wish i would have picked parallel world pharmacy 
Calling Call Night was definitely a lot better visually than it than almost anything else it had. So I I, I can agree with that. Like to me, I felt like Calling Night was a joy to just look at. Look at yes, bro. but but I I do agree that sometimes you dive into like the story aspects of it. You just like so it's, it's like it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but I, that's why I was saying I really did like the last episode because it kind of gave that relationship between one of the vampires and the guy that had kind of fallen in love with her. Sure, but did cool. you like but do we care though? I, I mean I care. I care. I didn't care about the vampire, but I cared about how right. that interaction played out, you know? Right, right, right. Not not the characters themselves, but just mm-hmm. the, the scenario. The scenario. So I, I also agree with that too, you know, like I didn't really care much about the characters outside of our main characters. Right. And even so our one main character doesn't really feel like an enigma. He just feels like a, a middle schooler who can't go to sleep and then this vampire who we have no idea how actually old she is hanging out with a kid which also is kind of weird but you know it's all yeah that's just very weird too <clears throat> I um see this is maybe kind of strange to say but I kind of I'm great at like I became numb this is God, it's actually a terrible thing to say never mind I'm not even gonna say it nah bro say it say <laughs> it you are we already here it's, it's, it's the Japanese culture thing that I just became numb to. Like, for instance, so I'm going to give you an example. The maid that I recently hired is Mysterious. It's a good show. It yeah. ended up being a good show. I enjoy it. But it's weird because, like, you have the maid. This maid has to be, like, 16. But you can't really tell because of the way they're drawn. She looks about 18, if you ask me personally, with yeah. the way she's drawn. But the kid that she's servicing, like she's the maid for, he's, I think they said he's seven or something like that. And that, and this, this weird uh, autonomy with like their love relationship thing, it just feels weird. Again, she looks 18. She's probably like 16 and with the way Japanese do their things. But still, the kid is seven or, no, I think he's, I think he's like a, 11 or 12 actually he's 11 or 12 so i mean i guess it's kind of closer but it still just feels weird because she's 16 you know what i'm saying like it's just it just but i became numb to that and i'm uh, and i'm still intrigued to see where their relationship grows the maid that i highly uh, uh, recently hired as mysterious is actually an interesting show now it's not as good as uh, duke of death and his maid but it is it's enjoyable it's adorable it's cute you know i love how the main character is extremely honest yeah, he just tells her straight up like you're you're suspicious and like for some reason like he doesn't understand his feelings right so he's like he said you're very suspicious because for some reason I can't stop thinking about you while I'm at school instead of studying I'm just thinking about you you're constantly on my mind all the time and your eyes are so beautiful he's just he's just spitting game to her not even realizing that he's just being honest and he's always been like that since he was a kid which is dope it's a dope little uh dope little story you know but but hear me out. I don't have a problem with, I guess, children expressing their attraction towards older people. Mm-hmm. It's the older people expressing their attraction towards younger people that always bother me. Because kids are gonna be kids, right? You can't yeah. tell kids. You, like, you can tell kids what to be attracted to. Yeah, but that's, like that's the weird part, right? Like she she's blushing and she's like all getting all flustered by this kid yeah. saying all these honest things. I'm not mad at him. It's, it's the hurt part that I'm kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay. All right. But yeah, no, I mean, uh, I always, I I will say this. 
Polo ain't never steer, steered me wrong on the uh, on the story side of anything. It's always been good stories and everything that he recommended. So absolutely, because that's all I can that's all I can watch now. To be honest, um, uh, what what do you think about the the reoccurring the shows that came back? Uh, summertime rendering obviously goaded. Summertime rendering does not count for the summer season. You can't discuss oh, it. Here. Uh, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, all right, main abyss. Uh, Made in Abyss is done like they they do what they do the emotional context of it Mm -hmm. is stellar stellar I love this episode it was a lot um but there's also a lot that I'm not sure as to what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. in the future what's gonna happen next episode so I am a little a little uh concerned with that but I'm not sure yet uh Made in Abyss came back in in and literally did something so special, mm-hmm. and that's and that's from the continuation from the movie. How we discussed this, uh, 168. 168 was a fantastic episode of My Check Wife Waifu. Go listen to it if you haven't. It's called Watch Summertime Rendering. We kind of go into how we feel about uh, the way anime is changing, and I think it's a must must listen. That's a fucking extremely great episode. So check that out. I think I think a lot of people missed that episode because they saw Watch Summertime Rendering and they felt like we were spoiling Summertime Rendering, which is my bad. I should have named it that. But watch watch Summertime Rendering episode of My Check Wife Waifu goes very deep into how anime is changing and if it's for the the good or not. So check that episode out. It's really great. But I digress. I say that to say that they went from season one to the movie to season two, and it was so seamless and so wonderful. And it don't feel like even if even if manga readers say there's more that we were missing or whatever, it don't feel like we were missing a fucking beat. Mm-hmm. And that made the anime in the best anime in the best this season so fucking special. So fucking special. Yeah, yeah. It was but incredible. also, um. Because we kind of on the same page on Man the Abyss. You know how we feel about that. Like, Great. I love it. Like, I'm not going to say, say it was a top of this season, but it was still like so much of it was so special just in general. Man, but um, if you encompass everything, right? Yeah. It's still top five of the season, probably. Easily. Easily. But then, then we look at stuff like Overlord. Yes. Overlord came back in. Which Overlord is just contextually it's just pure enjoyment mm-hmm. like just if you just sit back and just look at it and i mean like look at it as in like just take it in watch like look at the story beats look at how things play out watch how our characters interact and act in general watch how the civilizations go and stuff like that it's actually just just pure enjoyment but there's so much context in like so much more to dive into in everything that you look at in the show so it's like I feel like some of our favorite reoccurring shows just have really, really good context. And then, like, we even go to. Well, I don't want to skip from Overlord too fast. Yeah, hold on. Hold I know on, you guys want to say. Yeah, I mean, again, fucking Overlord is incredible. It's fucking incredible. Again, what what I like about Overworld of Overworld Overlord is that it just is so massive. Everything about Overlord is huge. The from the world, the new world. Is it feels like a a real world? It feels like a world yeah. that you can actually fucking learn about. You you get you get history from. It's so fucking good, man. It's everything about it is so amazing. From like again, like you said, the character interactions, the character interactions being probably the most important piece with how Ains or the the Overlord himself handles uh, Nazarik, and even with 
his, I guess you can call it his, 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 his colonization of fucking <laughs> of the empire. Like he, he's he's taken. Uh, I'm not going to go into spoilers because we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show, which is uh, spoiler talk for uh, summertime rendering episode 22, Overlord episode 11, and uh, we we doing. Are we doing? Uh, Vermilion Go. Vermilion Go. Okay, episode eleven of Vermilion Go, which is a very powerful episode that I do want to, I do want to talk about. But it's fucking great, man. Overlord is great. I, again, I'm so sad that it's going to go, it's going to end, and then we're going to get the movie, and nobody knows how long it's going to be until we get that fucking movie. It's stressful. It's yeah. Stressful. Um, and then we have like Clash of the Elite, okay. which. For me, redeemed itself in this season because you yeah. know how I was, you know how I felt about the first season of Clash of the Elite. It redeemed itself for me, and, and you know why? Why? Because, because they gave other characters more character. I think. Yeah. I, and again, nobody. I, I say this all the time. Nobody really seems to confirm or, or deny when I say this. The only reason why Classroom of the Elite was bad for some people in season one is because none of the other fucking characters mattered. You didn't give a shit about nobody else. But like, even let's say, look at this most recent episode. Uh, and I'm trying not to. I'm not gonna try to spoil it too much. But when they were trying to figure out who was the mastermind, like to, to me, this 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 recent episode of Classroom of the Elite wasn't that great. But the, just the the implications of them trying to like figure out who. It's, who was behind everything? It who was, was so pulling great. the strings? I was like, I mean, I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it wasn't. It wasn't a good episode. I'm just saying it wasn't like in comparison to some of the other stuff we saw for Clash of the Elite this this season. I don't know. It wasn't. Is. It wasn't the most like dominating episode for me. But I do think that it was dope to actually see like it come full full circle for them to. Oh, it ain't came full circle yet. You just wasted time. But, but you know what I mean. It's coming full circle to where like they're trying to figure out. Ayana Koji now yeah, like yeah, true. We, we we know he's smart everybody here is smart you know everybody here has secrets and what not to be hidden but they trying to figure out who's punishing I thought that was dope but go ahead let me let me know what you're thinking about Clashing with Elite bro that episode was fucking huge the implications that <laughs> I'm not saying it's not huge it was, it, no I'm saying it's huge it's great like so oh, okay, fucking okay. so fucking great because it's so powerful as to <laughs> as to what's gonna happen, because you 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 know you know what Ayana Koji told, uh, what's her face? I'm not gonna go into spoilers. The episode before this one, at the end of their conversation. So if, when you know that, you know that there's gonna be something huge that comes. But was the way he moved? Uh, I don't want to say it. the way Class C moved in this episode was particularly interesting, and. <laughs> and it feels uh, this episode feel like it was so much more dropped in than I think people realize and I got a feeling we're gonna see it all come to fruition next week no I don't got a feel. I know so for 100% fact so before I go in on this anime I want to ask what you think about Devil as a Part-Timer this season I'm I love Devil as a Part-Timer still the comedic beast is great the writing was still fantastic I hate this animation man this animation it from season one to now it's so bad bro it's so bad and it's because uh white white fox i think there were before white fox isn't doing it white fox did mm-hmm. re-zero and they went bankrupt for some reason hopefully it doesn't fuck up re-zero but they it's it looked it just this, this season looks bad 
but I'm absolutely loving what we're getting out of our characters, out of our crew of characters, because again, my favorite thing about anime is the story. And what the story is becoming is becoming this, it's becoming more than just um, uh, Mr. Mao trying to survive in, in the Japanese culture and life. Now is becoming of, it's, it's becoming the repercussions of him being away for so long. And, and also the hero being away for so long and, and what they got to fight through <laughs> or deal with because of uh, their absences is it's pretty fucking dope and still so, hilarious. So um, I'm going to say I enjoyed the first season more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I will say I, I do that. like there's like four storylines that I'm looking at. At least this is how I see. I see like more or less four storylines. Um, and I guess you can really condense it to three, but it's like the heavens coming down on um, Mao and his people, so right? Yeah. Because, you know, he got the baby and everything like that. But I almost consider like the little girl a separate storyline. Mm. If you feel me? Like, because mm-hmm. she really has her own past and her stuff going on. Then you got like, the the demon army knowing or or the just the whole other world in general right because the Inte isla world yep. is completely separate from like technically like the heavens and the human world so that's like a third storyline and then we just have them where they are doing their everyday thing and i gotta say i i sincerely miss just them in this world doing the everyday thing and then into isla coming over here causing problems like i I kind of miss that but it's not it's not like it's it's not bad it's just like there's so much story to look at now yes and and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm saying like there's there's a lot of story and a lot of story is very good in most cases Mm -hmm. i'm just saying it takes away it's not it's i I don't find it as like enjoyable yeah I, i feel that i can feel that I can feel that for sure. And it's, I don't know if that's, I, maybe that also has something to do with how I'm feeling about it. Because again, watching it, it just looks so ugly to me. Um, <laughs> I just can't stand looking at it. it. It's irritating to see these characters that were drawn and animated so well in season one look like fucking blocks of South Park scenes sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's cumbersome. It's very, very cumbersome. And I'm not even that, that big on the, if the animation ain't great, you know, it's bad. It's a bad anime. I'm not even that type of person, but uh, it's something about it. Um, and then as far as the last recurring show, uh, Rent a Girlfriend season two, or technically, I guess the way it's put on Crunchyroll is core two, even though it was like a year of fucking part, which doesn't make sense to me. But Rent a Girlfriend season two. Oh my God. Whew, yeah, it's a. Uh, I still hate the main character. But do you? Come on, man. Come yeah. on, bro. You saw what he did this episode? Yeah, yeah. What he did was fire, but I'm talking about, we talking about it the entirety. The this entirety. episode was episode of the week kind of quality, too. It was yeah, such it was really a good. good episode. It was such a good fucking episode. But really I, get, I, I still get how you feel about the main character, because I, I do very much so still feel the same. Like, that yeah. That hasn't changed at all. Before. But this, this episode alone, like... Would I have preferred him, you know, saying like, look, I love you. Let's do this for your grandma. I'd have been like, yes, like that's dope. But what he's doing is still like a huge gesture, love huge. gesture, like a yeah. huge sign of like, even let's say, let's even take love out. Let's just say that they're really just friends. This is a huge respect 
gesture even right like this is showing like mad love and respect to your family so i i love how this how how he did this and i even love how they did the the story recap because it started off in that recap and i think they did the recap extremely well perfect Emotionally, I was I was drawn in emotionally yeah, but, and everything. But we're not here to talk about the most recent episode. The we talk about the entirety of it. Yeah. The entirety of it of the show. The entirety of the show. He's been a b- buffoon, literally ninety percent of it, which is frustrating. It's always been frustrating to me. Yeah. He gets on my fucking nerves. But the girls have been fantastic. Even even uh, um, I still hate mommy chan. Like I fucking hate her guts, but she's been so great. At her character, like the, uh, I guess you can call them the voice actresses, yeah, or whatever. The acting of these uh, other characters that's around our buffoon has been wonderful. I do, I'm, I, I am going to say this. I get fucking sick and tired of its um over exaggeration of of the main character's emotions. I just it, it frustrates me. I'm I'm trying to decide which season I prefer or core I prefer. Yeah, I like I, I feel one. like core one was like, huh? Core one was definitely more structured for me. I, I yeah, prefer that. I, yeah, I feel like core one, it it was better, but mostly because we got like the character introductions were just better, and mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily get new characters. It was just how how the characters were used in those introductions Absolutely. and whatnot. Yeah, um, we do know that Mommy Chan is not going to be in the second, the third season though. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but she t- she got the text message and she said, "What do you mean I'm not gonna be in the next season?" <laughs> she definitely is, but is she? I think so. I think That's so. the text message says she's not gonna be in the next season. Yeah, but the way it, I don't know, I think she is. She's just uh, it's gonna be in the way of um, her literally fucking coming in and wrecking shop. I think that's just my opinion. I think that was a mulligan. Mm. But I digress. It was. It's not bad. And then you got Engage Kiss. I'm not gonna hold you. While Engage Kiss wasn't a bad show. Every time I watched Engage Kiss, I was doing this. For those of you that can't see, I'm on, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on my phone. I would pick up my phone and I would pause it and I would just leave it there. I'm like, yeah, this is supposed to be an actiony fight. I don't really care. So I don't. I don't, I don't really care about anything that's really going on in Engage Kiss. <laughs> The the storyline started to pick up, right? Like it felt like the storyline definitely picked up, and it also felt like some stuff was just thrown in there. Yes, the Asmodian thing, I get it, but I almost felt like they should have led with that a little bit, just kind of like alluded to it. Like, hey, we've had huge issues with things like let's say Asmodian or other demons from the, yeah. other, the just or something, even- but. We do get the smaller demons, but I'm just talking about like make it like there's a sneak huge sneak her in, sneak her in around you know a fucking just uh, let it be a civilian and she looks suspicious as hell or something like that, it's right. something like that. It, it was just it just kind of popped up and it was there and it was oh it's I don't know for me it's just a lot it's just a and lot then they, and then they shit. threw in and I'm, uh, this is a slight spoiler but they just threw in that his sister hasn't emotionally aged since she was three years old and I'm just like. Yeah, that's not a slight spoiler, by the way. But <laughs> it's but, st- um, it's silly. It's silly. <laughs> I mean, they don't can don't. I mean, I guess you don't really know the context mm-hmm. to it, but but it's still the principle. Like if you watch it, you you can understand that. Yeah. But still, like, why why does that even matter? Like, we can we can get that from the way she's acting. Very weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Very weird stuff. Um, I'm but I mean to be honest, like, 
I still like for me, this is top three. En- Engage Kiss? No, 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 no. I was already moving on from Engage Kiss. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go top, ahead. What's top three? Top three for me, and I must probably start at number three. My uh, stepmom daughter is my ex. Fucking phenomenal new show. I'm so sad that it ends next week because I feel like we can go 24 and it'll still be strong, just as strong as ever. But I think my stepmom daughter is my ex is definitely like one of my biggest surprises this season for sure. One of. That's why I stopped three. That's a good choice. Yeah, for sure. I think... uh, I think the, the the relationship is an interesting one. One that's not completely full of uh like weird it's like my domestic girlfriend kind of weird drama. It's just mm-hmm. it's nat it's natural. It's a it's a actual situation that makes sense for the title. So you have an a, a couple that was together whose parents just happened to become together and now they're in the, under the same roof again with feelings that they never reconciled in the past and it's fucking extremely interesting they just kind of broke up and they ended so it's extremely interesting to see them come together in this uh what you would think would be a forbidden relationship which is technically now that they're step siblings but it's just you can feel this tension and and like un, unresolved unre, like unresolved fucking intentions it's just it's just it's a show of just it's a roller coaster ride and i enjoy it too much so, <clears throat> I also have a little bit of shame from this season. What's that? I picked, you know, I, I was watching the anime Shine on Bakamatsu Bad Boys. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I love the art style from it. I think it's really cool. But it's just, at some point, it became like, like kind of like what you were saying with Engage Kids. Like, I just pull out my phone and it's just on in the background. Yeah. And I had to restart the episode. And I realized, yeah. like, it was, and, and I don't know if you noticed this, but I stopped talking about the anime like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I realized at that time that I had to, I think, I think I restarted the anime, the episode, three times that week. Like, I literally turned it on one day, then didn't watch it. Turned it on the next day, next day, didn't watch it. Waited yeah. it, turned it on again, didn't watch it. I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> like, we, have, we have these it, moments, man. If I have to try that hard to get through it, it means like, like, cause I was, I was definitely getting through it. There was a lot of stuff I enjoyed, but it was just like, at some point it just didn't feel like this was even necessary. Like, why am I even, why do I even have this on my list? I'm not sure drop it. And it's only got one more episode left to be finished. And I just feel like I should just binge it and finish it and then knock it out and just have it completed. Yeah. Yeah. Just have it completed. But it's like, man, bro, it was just hard. (laughs) I feel that. Uh, before we get back into our my top three, I gotta go back because this is definitely top four to Black Summoner, man. Mm-hmm. Black Summoner, we don't know how many episodes is gonna end at, but again, I'm glad it's still going because it's still interesting. It's still extremely intriguing. His sister, just quote unquote sister, the hero he summoned, just popped off. Very very interesting episode, but I, I'm I'm just curious to see that one keep going. Now since it's an ongoing show that's still going, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I think it's a great show. What do you think about Black Seminar? Um, for something new mm-hmm. for the year, definitely one of the better ones for the season for sure. For sure, for sure, top top tier. I love it. I, one of the, one of the great isekais that came out this season, and then number two for me. And my top three conversation. Yakuza Guide to Babysitting. Fucking phenomenal. 
Um, one of the most wholesome, heartwarming, intriguing shows uh, this season for sure. A, a absolute must watch for anybody that like anime. If you don't watch anime, I think this is one you can write. This is one you can put on that list of shows you will recommend to people that don't watch anime. I think personally. So can I? Uh, and, and I'm just kind of piggybacking off what Polo said. Just I haven't watched. Uh, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting and the only reason I haven't watched it um, is specifically for what Polo said I recommended it to my wife we watched the first episode and now if I turn it on without her she gets upset mm. so we're gonna we're gonna binge it binge watch it. I'm gonna start from the beginning again and watch it with her because she really wanted to watch it it's so fucking and, good and I was like I, I, I agree it's really good really wholesome feels really good two so about two in a possible Times, you got a little slight little tear running down my face. <laughs> he said impossible, two and impossible, like this space. Um, and then number one for probably, well, I don't know, if, I'm not going to speak for you, but for me, this season, as far as new shows go, a Parallel World Pharmacy, absolute surprise, complete fucking banger, top tier quality show. I absolutely love this show. Even the most recent episode was episode of the week material but I had to give it to Vermel because it was just a, such a powerful episode but Parallel World Pharmacy was so good it's it's still so good we got one episode left which again makes me fucking sad um, I'll let you guys know if there's a season 2 yet or not but oh, I'm looking forward to how this ends because it looks like it's going to be a battle and I'm not going to say much more than that if you haven't watched Parallel World Pharmacy go watch it today we ain't gonna go into no spoilers. Tell what do you think about Parallel World Pharmacy? Um, obviously Parallel World Pharmacy is amazing. I'm not ever gonna disagree with that. I think it's definitely one one of the best for the season. Do I think it's number one? Oh man, <laughs> it is. What else is it? I don't I don't know I don't see anything else because you can't count summertime rendering again that's not summer yeah we're not I mean we're not if we're not if we take out anything that's reoccurring yeah yeah of course yeah new shows um yeah parallel world pharmacy does have to be number one I'm because nothing nothing else was 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 touching it no no not even close to me it's crazy now, if you're talking reoccurring, I don't know. I mean, maybe it could even be in the top three there, too. Yeah, I would say it could possibly be in the top three for reoccurring because we still got Summertime Render, we got Overlord, we got Main Abyss, we got Parallel World Pharmacy, and then we got Classroom Elite. Summertime, I, I definitely, summertime Rendering is still not summer, though. It's yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. It's not even like a break of the course or anything. It's, it's just literally a continuation. It's, it's the spring still, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh... If we're looking at, you know, I would definitely put it above Classroom Elite for me this season. Mm-hmm. I got, I got Main Abyss, Overlord, Parallel World Pharmacy, Classroom Elite. Yeah, and I only like yeah, those I, two ahead I, of it is because they're they're just it's just so much more that I've been a part of with those other shows. Yeah, and the, in honesty, even even weirdly enough, the the. 
the overall and made the best thing possible switches for me if I'm being like just what I enjoy more. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I think if I'm being objective about like the overall production of it, I might go with made in the best because the music is amazing. And that's really why. <laughs> <laughs> and the emotional emotions so be fucking, fucking me up, bro. When you hear the music come on and like the voice acting, I feel like I hear, I, I feel like I can speak Japanese when I hear them crying and make the music the music transitions into other music. I don't think the music ever goes off on this show, period. It just transitions to different scenes so brilliantly that it's unbeatable, bro. It's unbeatable. Alright, man, that's that's gonna do it for the fucking summer, man. The summer is incredible. Uh, overall thoughts of the summer, tell. Um, amazing, yeah, amazing. Um, I and and I only want to say this because I uh, Moody says something talking about what we think about the fall season coming up. Do we think it's gonna be better than the summer and all that stuff? And I said, nah. or do we think that you know the fall season is gonna crush anime this year? And I do think things like Bleach obviously are gonna really stand out. You know, Chainsaw Man is gonna stand out. But I also said that anime for the fall season this year have to they have to they have to beat the raid boss, and we know what the raid boss is summertime rendering. Absolutely, <laughs> come no, on, man! This fall ain't coming close. Uh, again, <laughs> this fall ain't coming close to spring or summer. Probably, to be honest, um, you gonna have your onesie twosies, but like we talking bleach and we talking chainsaw man and, yeah, and, we talk, and mob cycle three. Like new stuff? If you talking new stuff, no. It's not even close. It's not even fucking close. It's not even close. Even Chainsaw Man doesn't even come close to Summertime Rendering or Made in Abyss or Overlord 4 or fucking what else came out in the spring? I forgot. What was this? Spring hit too, though. Mm-hmm. So many, so many shows. There's no, no. All right. I just, a, you, I, to answer I just that question, we, no. We got to end the 86 in the spring. Also, also the summer... <laughs> Yeah, yes we did Yes we did Yes we did And then this summer we also got Even though it's hard to count it for this summer But it is this summer We got Cyberpunk Edge Mm -hmm. Runners Now let's get into that Tied to the show Here we go Summertime Rendering Okay, it's based off of a video game uh, Which is based off of a a series That is created by Mike Pondsmith A a tabletop What are you talking about? Cyber Cyberpunk is a, is the Cyberpunk Edge Runners is based off the video game. The video game is based off of a tabletop RPG created by Mike Pondsmith. Okay, just just to clarify that for for you guys. So a tabletop game is like a D and DS game where uh, you know you, you create characters, you create a stat sheet, you etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You you run through an adventure. Now, Cyberpunk Edge Runners mostly takes place from the video game. Um. In the video game world, I should say, and it is dropped on Netflix. What two, three, three days ago, five days ago? Oh, I thought it was a couple of days ago, like three days ago. Okay, three, four days ago, something like that. And it hit Netflix. Now, this goes back into the conversation that we have. We are going to spoil Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Mm-hmm. So, if you haven't seen Cyberpunk Edge Runners, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Easy to watch. It's only ten episodes, twenty five minutes each. Um, full spoilers. Now, it's uh. It, it's the we talked about this two episodes ago on 168 about how anime is becoming main like you know mainstream problem with it. Mm-hmm. I hate, I absolutely fucking hate that Netflix got this anime. Mm. I do, I do with everything in me because there, there is shit in the show that you could just tell suffers from 
a lack of uh, time. Care. In mm, care, no, I would not say that. The care was definitely in it, and and the reason why is because it's <laughs> what they did was fuck. It was it was wonderful. What the, what what they did with what they had to work with was wonderful. I should say that. 10 episodes 25 minutes each was not enough time to tell this story this is easily a a 22 episode series it could have been and it would have felt way better than it was now was it good yes yes absolutely it was good but it just could have been so much better and it, it, I could tell they had. you could tell they fucking had to cut what they had to cut in order to deliver this concise 10 episode package to Netflix and that pisses me off so much mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though and also for for context the show was also delayed it got delayed uh, uh, a little bit so uh, it, it, but, it kills me to say but let's talk about but, the show in general hear me out mm-hmm. in in a lot of scenes I'm even I'm even go off on a limb and say majority of the scenes this anime was beautiful there was only only one animation spot there I was just like okay this is really really wonky but other than that like it was it the art art style of it was beautiful uh there were so many characters in there to enjoy but that's where that's where I think like what you said really makes a lot of sense is because if we got 22 23 24 episodes we could have really gotten to know some of these characters. And that's what and makes this show so masterful is we didn't have that. And we still, well, I still developed a connection. And it's probably because of my personal connection to the mm-hmm. 115 hours I played in the game. But like the connections I felt to the characters, uh, the edge runner characters was like, I, I just know that because of time constraints, we got to do a time jump or we got to, we got to pass time quickly while mm-hmm. still giving context within like the story so we can advance the story forward forward faster it it pissed it pissed me off because i just know how good of a story it could have been told if they had more time and that that's so frustrating so so very frustrating but let's let's also look at it how did you feel about the story of this because wonderful even, i was going to say even though it did feel like the story was rushed cuz it definitely felt rushed in some spots it feels like the spots where they took their time, especially with uh, with David and Lucy, those moments where they were together and we got some time specifically with them, they just felt, even if it was like just a three-minute scene, I don't know why, but those three-minute scenes felt like we were just in them. And then we were just sitting there for a while, just like, and it was enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not saying like it, it, it was dragging. I'm saying like it, it really pulled you into those, like, they had those to. scenes. Yeah, so it was really good. But even like... I feel like they did such a good job at like demonstrating how some of the uh, the enhancements worked. Uh, I, I, some of mine played a game like Polo did. So, <laughs> so, but some of the enhancements, I just thought it was cool. Um, you know, it was dope to get some of the callbacks to the show, seeing like some of the vehicles and stuff, like the first vehicle you steal in the game or attempt to steal. <laughs> But yeah, bro. Come on, man. What were we so, thinking? The music was obviously fire. Yeah, it was so fire. So, so, so for context, the uh, Edge Runners take place one year before the video game does. Hence, which sucked for me personally as somebody who played the game, like I said, 115 hours. I knew how the show was going to end. And it's only because I knew that uh, um, 
was his fucking Adam name. Smasher. I knew that Adam Smasher was in the show. So with knowing that Adam Smasher is in the show, and if you played the game, spoilers for the game, you kill Adam Smasher. That's relatively early in the game, but I digress. You kill Adam Smasher. So it was like Adam Smasher is already dead from when we played the game super early on. So I know exactly how this is going to end if Adam Smasher is in this world, which means that it's not going to be a good ending for a character. But I digress. What, but it also just makes fucking sense because Adam Smasher is who he is. Yeah, demon. Um, if you if you haven't played the game, listening to him talk had to be grating. I think like you played a little bit of the game, so you know you know how mm-hmm. they how they talk. So to me, when I think about this, watching this this shit has so much shit in it from the game, like so much shit from the game that you would be like, oh look, oh look. So it was just so much that much more enjoyable. So for example, Lucy's house is the same house as uh oh my gosh, Judy's. Judy is mm-hmm. one of the main characters in the video game. Like they live in the same apartment complex. You can literally see Judy's apartment number. Inside of the fucking show was it was fucking wonderful. Also, Rebecca's Rebecca's house where her her and her brother was to stand. You can also see see her house inside the fucking like when they showed uh when they showed uh David go to Rebecca's house. You can see that fucking spot in the game because you have to go there for another mission to do something else. It was fucking phenomenal. So good. So all those callbacks like the the chooms the again the way they they talk about. The way they talk about iron is what they call the the augments and how everything operates is so fucking phenomenal because in Cyberpunk, the game, you have to worry about what David and what Maine was worried about. And that's cyber psychosis. You have to kill the fucking cyber psychos. It's so fuck. It's just so much shit in this world that if you haven't played the game will seem probably a little confusing. Like unless you were in the game, Tell was in the game a little bit, so he knows enough to know what is pseudo going on. But for people who hasn't played the game, and you could tweet at me at Mike Check Waifu or at Polo Born Father, let me know how you feel watching this show, not knowing shit about the game, because I'm very curious to see how it is. Because there's so many fucking callbacks and callouts. Like <laughs> again, one of the first big missions you do for Militech is with is in the fucking show. It's like I'm I'm baffled at how fucking good that they intertwine both the show and the anime because again some of the characters that you see in the show is in the game <laughs> and you meet them and you you deal with them and at some points like uh what's her name uh wakoka wakoka one of the um one of the fixers she, ripper she, doc no no the ripper doc is i don't I, we don't meet this ripper doc i don't think in the game well, he's not as he's not as animated per se, legally, uh, literally. Um, but like, it's it's so good. It's just so many so many small things that is just. I was again, I, again, sorry for going on this tangent. I'm just infatuated with this game because the game is like one of my top three RPGs of all time now. Um, but to hear uh, the conversations and, and everything that they say be a part of the show made it so much more enjoyable for me. Um, again, if it wasn't if it wasn't rough though, it'd be it'd probably be the perfect anime if it wasn't so rushed. In my yeah, opinion. the the thing what made it feel rushed for you because because for me what felt rushed was was some of the storylines, but also like how quick some characters just it felt like they evaporated. Felt not, like no, and I, I I get I get how that's supposed to happen because it, it makes sense for the context of the world, but sometimes it just felt like. Boom, and then we we lost a character. Yeah, no, that part was very cyberpunk esque. The problem yeah. is you didn't spend enough time with them 
for in before that happened, before that snap happened. I think is what you're saying, right? Yeah, like the rookie, right? We got right. we got the rookie one time, and we literally, what's up, rookie? That was <laughs> yeah, that was totally totally intentional though, because they they because he was a stupid stupid kid, but mm-hmm. like that that part of it was the part for me that was rushed was the initial um episode to episode beats right so you had the situation to where um where main was was before main lost it right before main lost it everything seemed peachy and then you go to the next episode and then all of a sudden he's starting to have the cyber psychosis issues it wasn't even a warning before that it wasn't even like hinting at it it just kind of happened in the next episode you're watching this episode everything's going great and then boom next episode you can see him starting to fucking base i'm gonna call it overdose for lack of a better word yeah so y'all better understand what i mean but he overdosed and and, and became and started leaning towards cyber, cyber, cyber. <laughs> and became and started to become a cyber psycho which is fucking which happens mm-hmm. but again it doesn't happen that quickly Right. So, and, and I'll, I'll even say like, I, cause I agree with that, but also I think like what, what made that kind of cool, right. Is that like the way that it happened, it feels like we're not supposed to see all the glitching. Like, I'm not sure if that happens in the game. Cause I don't remember seeing the cyber cycles actually glitching and whatnot. Oh yeah. But like, I feel like that part of it, a lot of it was internally and mental, right? Because what happened, I think in the previous episode before he actually went full, like, cyber psycho, we saw him running. And that was, like, just getting some no, context that, about it. That was, oh, the was same. that episode before that? That was, that was the, the same, same episode? episode? Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It did kind of go fast. This, the episode before that ended with them just, they're good. They, they got the next plan. And then when they got the next plan, they're like, okay, so this is what we're going to have to do with Tanaka. And then the next episode starts when it starts it starts with him running in the desert and that's mm-hmm. when his glitches starts to happen which again it, it, but I thought that part was cool but so yeah you're right cool. how fast it went it was like man okay and, and he didn't show signs until then exactly bro exactly if they would have gave us a little hint of a sign in the previous episode maybe it would have felt better but it, I feel like they did they had to cut it out that's that's mm-hmm. essentially what I'm, I'm I'm getting at there because again I think that delay was for them to fucking chop this up to 10 episodes I feel it I, something about it I maybe in an article to come out about it later or, or whatever but it just every a lot of shit felt cut and again for them to still weave it in the way they did weave it still <laughs> <laughs> it still felt real good to watch like I, I i'm like eh, that, that didn't feel right but i'm like still enthralled you know what i mean um like yeah I, go ahead i don't say i'll be fair like kind of going off what you said it, it was one of the easiest 10 episodes i feel like i've watched in a while mm-hmm. like it yeah. felt like the 10 episodes like while you said like it was it, it was a very fast paced like thing we watched it felt like the first episode boom things were happening and then boom it just seemed like the 10 the 10 next, episodes next, just went next. and i was like yes. i'm done Yes. Uh, favorite character. Uh, Rebecca started to win my heart at the end. Oh, I love her so much. Uh, I love her voice actors too, but bro. Oh yeah, bro. Oh really yeah. Cool. All the voice actors was fire. And it, it was, she had, mom. you know, David's she, she had that like. Uh, you said what? David' mom's kind of sucked. Her voice actress. Yeah, but she was only there for one episode. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Yeah, Rebecca, she started to win my heart. So it's between her and 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 just David himself, because like David's fire. David, I really like him because like, yes, he's special, right? Mm-hmm. But he he was still very much so human. And he just felt like he had something to prove. And I, I feel like a lot of us end up in that spot where you grow up with, like, you got your mom and you want to live up to her expectations. Then you go out and you want to do your own thing, but you still end up following somebody else's expectations. Right. And that's what he did all the way to the end until he got to the point where he felt like, you know, he kind of did what he needed to do. And he and I still, I still feel like, and I hate to say it, but I feel like there are some still things that are, like, unaccomplished for him, like, Absolutely. that he didn't get to finish. But... You know, it is what it is. That's the the reality of the world is that you're not going to always have your wishes come true, but it was still just dope to see it play out. So David and Rebecca are probably my two favorites. Lucy was cool, but Rebecca over Lucy for me. Absolutely loved Lucy. Lucy was mm-hmm. my, probably my all-time favorite. And for a little context, this might be this might be why, but when I played Cyberpunk, the, the build I built it all by myself. I didn't do any internet looking up for this build. I built a net runner. I was literally, mm-hmm. I fucking barely even shot guns in that, in that fucking game. I literally built the fucking craziest fucking, I will go into a camera. I will look at all the people in the room and I will literally uh, over override their, their circuits. <laughs> I will literally overheat their circuits and then they will all just fucking fall to the ground. Like that's, that's the build I built at the end. Like when I got to the end game of the game, which is when I do my replay, I'm going to do another Netrunner build because Netrunner builds is just my favorite. Is but, it multiplayer now? No. Why would it be multiplayer? Because <laughs> I feel like they need to make it multiplayer so we no, can play the storyline together. No, hell no. It's a single player RPG through and through, which is exactly how I want it. But to like it, that was the build I built, and I absolutely loved the way she moved her diving in, in, into like the net code. Now her storyline again felt like it was something that was missing when they when she was in Tanaka and she f- discovered whatever she discovered and she didn't tell anybody about it. Completely makes sense, but I felt like it was an explanation that could have been given to us. In, yes, weaving in way better instead of like saying. You know, I can't tell you now or like we know you can't, but like, like I, I tried to take context and say, like, maybe it was what she saw was like the people who she trained with as a child or something like that, because they tried to give us that at the same time. But I was like, they really didn't give us anything context to go off of. So, yeah, like you said, it just felt like some stuff was missing or cut out. Right. So and the reason why, again, the reason why she. Uh, was acting the way she was acting after Maine went cyber psycho was because she saw the uh, the skeleton that T- Tanaka had that they were trying to get David into after they figured out David's compatibility was uh, kind of higher than anybody else's. So her, mm-hmm. go- her goal was to not tell anybody about it and just solely focus on being a net runner and running through the net trying to destroy any evidence of this ske- of this uh, this uh, skeleton. So that David wouldn't be tempted to either get into it or, or you know, or to uh, or Osaka put him in it, and it was cool. It was it was a cool, interesting quote unquote reveal. It was there. We already knew what it kind of what she was doing. I think I I, I definitely did. Um, but it's it's killer that like she fucking didn't she didn't tell David, you know, <laughs> and that's that's how I think kind of fucked this all up. Fucked her all up. Also, I had no idea that that Mike Pond Smith was a 
black man. Oh yeah, Mike Posmith is a black dude. Yep, with a little mini fro and some glasses. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Yeah, and I, I was t- I was talking about how like yeah, this came out like the the board game came out in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, it's an old yeah. Bro. I might have to go ahead and cop that board game. <laughs> I don't because you know I play D and D, so I'm I'm, sure, I'm with sure. it. I don't think it's uh I think it's probably a cool world or whatever. But I don't think it it without what CD Project Red did, minus the bugs and shit that happened on console that everybody complained about. Without what CD Project uh Red did, I don't think it'll be as uh cool per se. But it's a lot of history with the game. It's a lot of history, it's super dope. Um all in all, great shows for me personally. I think everybody should watch it. If you haven't already, what just off the top of the head, yo? What would you be a like random rate rating just on the spot? Which what would you rate it? An eight. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. Eight, yeah. like maybe a, maybe an eight point five. Yeah, it's up there for me. It's pretty great. Yeah, I, I, the only and the only thing that's holding it back really for me because like I said, I love the story. I feel like there were so many characters that we loved and digested, and if we had more time with them, like it would have been dope to even just get like a few more minutes of Adam Smasher, just like seeing him do some some shit before He's he popped up on David. Yeah, that would have been uh, cool. And I even feel like that that final fight between David and Adam Smasher just was a little too fast. It was just like it, it was it was beautifully animated, beautifully done. But it would have been nice to see like. Yeah. You know, David at least getting a few good hits, but we know who Adam Smasher is. He's yeah. supposed to be that dude, you right. know. Right. And I think that's that that part was done to me personally extremely right. I just mm-hmm. I just wish Rebecca survived. Like out of everybody that died. I just <laughs> kinda, did her dirty, bro. I just kinda wish Rebecca, Lucy, and uh Matthew Mercer, um Falco survived. I yeah. wish they all I wish they all survived. All three of those. That would have been great. <laughs> Well, we got Falco and Lucy. Yeah. But Falco is, again, somebody who we barely even met. They He just was kind of there at, at the time jump. So that's something that, again, had to be cut out. Falco had to be introduced somewhere, and they cut it out. <laughs> like, it, it just, he just was there. It happened to be their getaway driver. Very strange, man. Very strange cuts, I would say. Let's get to know my check wife for waifu. This is part of the podcast. One of us rolls a random number generator. The other is a question associated with that number. We only have five questions in the list. I'll roll the random. Tell read the questions. And the number is three. What is your least favorite? No, we've done this before. What's your least favorite genre of anime? Yeah, we've done this before. All right, hold on. Which three anime would you most recommend? Yakuza God to Babysitting. Astro Lost in Space. 86. You're going from recent pools? No. Just I just whatever came to my head. Uh I think uh summertime running is still a little too confusing. I'm gonna go with. Uh, Wait, is this for new anime or just period? Just three anime you you would most recommend. Oh shit! T- take away Yakuza got the babysitting for some time rendering in there. Um, I'm gonna go with 
Re-Zero as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go with Ashley Lost in Space as well. Nah, let me go with something different since you already chose that. Sheesh, you chose 86 too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to choose Vivi Floride's I Song. Great. And then my last one is going to be one of Polo's favorites, Steinsgate. Mm, great one too. Great one too. Great one too. All right. When we come back, we'll be talking about spoilers for uh, Summertime Rendering. Um, what was that episode again? Fuck. Episode 23. 23. Yeah, 23. Overlord 4, episode 11. And Vermilion Gold, episode 11. We'll be right back after these.
And welcome hey. back to episode 170 of one Mike Check White Foo White Foo. Uh shit. <laughs> I don't know what happened until it said something that threw my brain off. Anyway, I was messing with you. we black. That's uh, true. We're here to talk about spoilers for summertime renewal, which is fucking crazy, by the way. What a crazy episode. Oh what wait, a- I don't think I watched this episode yet. You are crazy. You definitely I'm lying. did. <laughs> episode twenty three was so fucking insane because it, it's uh-huh. it, it's turning into I don't know. I don't even know if this is true because I've only seen season one of, of Stranger Things. But in my opinion, it's turned into a better Stranger Things mm-hmm. <laughs> when they went into uh when they went into whatever the fucking world was called again. Upside down place. Yeah, basically. Fucking wonderful, man. To think to think that the show ends in a couple of episodes. Um then I have no idea of how it's gonna end. This this whole going into this other dimensional world thing, right? After we figure out Shide is a piece of shit, by the way. After we figured it out, because that, first of all, what he did with Heine was, oh, we see Heine reverted back to a baby, basically. And, you know, she's a shadow baby. And it's like, we also oh. know that Heine has been, or, or not even, this isn't even Heine, right? Because Heine, what we know is technically two people, Hiroko and Heine. Mm-hmm. Heine is a little girl that Hiroko took over. Hiroko is the actual shadow god who, you know, does her thing. But it's like Heine and and I was I was horrified when we saw this initially, is in Ushio. So right. is she actually cool? We Heine is Heine is cool. And we kind of got more more uh insight on that when we get to this this upside down place kind of world or this other, you know, rendering world. Um, Which that that split personality It all makes sense now Because it all makes sense as to why Hizuru Was so drawn to Heine Because it was Heine and she was a sweet girl That just wanted sweets But the other We learned that the other half of her Which is Hiroko which is the fucking demon um, Demon She was actually the fucking reason why they, They split Because she just got too hungry And needed the shadows And it fucking It blew my fucking mind to even think about she just had the uh, what is it called DSD or something like that. Um, split personalities essentially. DID, DID, dissociative personality disorder. Yeah, something like that. Sure. It, it it's, it's labeled DID now, but it's, it's she's just she got split personalities, which is fucking crazy. It's crazy to think about, man. But she has split personalities for a reason because she is technically two people, right? Right, yeah. right. Touche. But. We go into this world, right? And uh, uh, Ryu or Ryunosuke and uh, why am I drawing a blank? Shinpei are are kind of like talking things through. Mm-hmm. Where's Ushio? We have no idea where she is. They put two and two together. And I love how rules of this show still make sense. Yes. Regardless, all the time. Spirit. She has to be within 50 meters because the gun is still here. Thank you, writer, for remembering <laughs> details about the shit that you wrote. Oh my God. <laughs> I loved that. And it was, I know it sounds so petty. I know it sounds so petty to love that, but I loved it because it just, it put us back in a set, the, the set that like these rules still make sense, that these rules still apply. The the author did not forget about the rules. So, Absolutely. So we know she's nearby and Ryu, uh, Ryu can sense her a little bit. Mm-hmm. So 
um they're kind of figure, trying to figure out i'm like this world is kind of weird the water looks like paint the sky is like this weird red everything just looks a little weird right right slightly off and and they finally get to go, go and look for Ushio. They they kind of track her down, and she's surrounded. We see, they get into this town. And they see just shadows, right? Shadow people, shadow people, completely unconcerned with them. They're like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's humans here, not even right. unconcerned. But it did seem like they noticed that the humans were here, just unconcerned. They don't don't they don't matter. Well, the most interesting part was when they found Ushio, and Ushio was losing her fucking mind, and it's mm-hmm. because basically it was a battle between um, Haine and, and Ushio, right? It it seemed like that at first, but I don't actually quite think it was exactly that, right? Yeah, that, that, I think this. Go, but go ahead, go ahead. That's the part of the episode I didn't quite understand because she knew Heine is good, mm-hmm. but she was like she was still struggling to suppress her. Why, if she knew already knew that Heine was good, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the part that was that felt a little so, weird. So that's why I don't think it was a battle of their like of their minds or intentions. Over, sensory overload, maybe. Right. I think it was either like sensory overload or trying to, uh, you know, like, you know how like frogs, right? They try and digest something. They got to close their eyes to because the eyes help them digest or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like think of a, you got to synchronize everything. Right. She didn't know. She, she her and Heine could not work together because they weren't prepared. So it was like she was losing her shit because she wasn't, she's not ready for this yet. So right. she had to, you know, acclimate. And this is where and basically Heine is. Like, this is where she's fucking from. So, right. And I and I think we even got a little bit of that when when Ryunosuke came inside of Shinpei. It wasn't like a huge thing, but you know, Ryunosuke or Shinpei did have a little bit of a a, a little bit of struggle, not too much. Right. But I think you know, Ryunosuke had already been used to doing this kind of thing. True. So it it was. I think that's what it was. But it's still like you know. Um, I was worried initially because I don't I didn't know the intentions of Heine. Exactly. I didn't yeah. know that this is a split. So I, I'm thinking just like you at the initial point, like this this is looking bad. because um, if, if Ushio is gonna turn against them, it's gonna right. be a struggle. We even got that little flashback of, of what Ushio told Rinosuke about, hey, you know, if she's if this happens, then shoot me. Or was it his his gave that yeah. warning to Rinosuke, like if this happens to Ushio, kill her. Which is interesting, man. A nice little callback too, because I, I think I remember her having that conversation, but it wasn't verbally uh, said. It was just mm-hmm. her walking and talking. You know what I'm saying? Very interesting. I miss Hizuru, bro. <laughs> Definitely the wife of the show for me. I mean, you know, what I thought about in this episode too. What? Basically, at this point, he saved everybody but Hizuru. As many yep. people as he could. Well, so, and now the old dude is gone, probably, because he he fought Shide yeah. while Shide was chasing Shinpei. So he's gone. But um, well, maybe I don't think we're hundred percent sure on that. Because did he, he take the fight. shot to the head? I don't. We know that. Well, I guess we didn't see the body, so it might not even be that he's gone. But we know that he's held back Shide enough for them to get to where they were. Shide's a demon, so Shide was probably like shing shing shing. Exactly right. He probably cut into a thousand pieces. So who knows? But we didn't see the body, so you never know. You never know for sure. I don't know, man. I this is fucking when Shide come through with the bombardment of fucking incinerary bombs, bro. Yeah, and then when they get the announcements of like the uh, the Japanese military announcing the bombs come the carpet bombing. 
<laughs> so when uh so she day unleashes kill streak right um <laughs> The the issue, the issue with that <clears throat> is that these are memories that Heine has, right? Heine so what was kind of dope about this is that this is clearly a callback to World Wars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my god, Americans are so fucking bad. But so we're Americans; we do what we want to do. <laughs> but you know, we, this is like Grave of the Fireflies over again. But, <laughs> but uh. It was it was still dope because we know this is memories, right? So we we realized that these can be manipulated in some sense, and I hope I kind of hope that that comes into play a little bit more in the future. It has to, yeah, because he ha- he has Hiroku and he, he's using Hiroku memories, and then we have Heine, and we're using Heine memories to essentially glitch Suppress. out. Yep, 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 glitch out the uh, the memories, which gave Ushio that that time to do what she did, and which was fucking sick, by the way. Yeah, um, that, that hack wasn't in that armor. Yeah, the hack and slash, and then um, so clearly the armor also can make the face, right? It, it, right. So that was so fucking Shida is an actual fucking demon. Uh, he, he actually, yeah, bro, there's something going on with that. Um, if go to DreamCon, that might be my cosplay. <laughs> Give me an extra set of arms. Oh yeah, Just, I forgot to mention you were going there. Oh yeah, you know. Um, we still trying to figure out, decide if the kids gonna go, but all right. Um, because I ain't trying to go by myself, Polo. Anyway, <laughs> but all right. So, so uh, we basically find out she a demon because he don't have to. He ain't even in the armor. The armor just acting by itself. It's um, in this world specifically, but his his goal is to initially knock fucking Ushio's eye out and take it for himself. Mm-hmm. So he then can have Ushio powers. He, he almost had it, man. He was so fucking close. Because he, what did he do? He copied like the hacking ability yep. and cut Ushio's legs off, right? So Ushio just had her legs and he goes shink, shink, shink. But whatever Muro gave Ushio, I, I'm assuming was something from Ushio so she could restore herself in case yep. of worst case scenario. Yep. Piece of hair so, or whatever. It's nice to know that that, that was a thing because uh, I, I really want to know what Mio gave her because I feel like that's going to come back into play a little bit later too. Right. And also what can come back into play, the fact that Shinpei can't rewind here because they, they put an emphasis on that when he got to this Oh world. yeah, the time, all times is stopped. All time is stopped here. Yeah, so we have no idea if he dies, what happens. Like, if Shide was smart, he would literally just go after Shinpei. Because then Ushio has to protect Shinpei. Ushio protects Shinpei. Shide gets to kill Ushio. You know what I'm saying? But he also knows that uh, Ryu is in Shinpei. Yeah, so what it's does that just matter? a whole other risk. What does that matter, though? Because that two se- the two-second time doesn't work here. Because time yeah, but time doesn't Ryunosuke has the power of a shadow he can move fast and he's strong yeah, and you can't shoot his shadow and kill him you gotta actually kill him yeah go ahead and do that then because guess what I'm gonna just Ryunosuke is gonna inadvertently destroy Shinpei's body like he's already done mm-hmm. you know so it's it's a damned if you do damned if you don't kind of situation that we are in with this fucking fight gut check bro what's gonna um, happen man I'm horrified me too. I don't know. I don't know. What to- I, I I have no sense of safety in this show, or, <laughs> or even prediction. I think we only came we came we used everything we had. We threw everything we had at the show, 
and we can't figure out what the fuck is going to happen next. Oh, man. I it's have like no idea. I, I, what's going to happen is um, uh, Shide is going to have to come to grips with his mortality. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not sure how it's gonna end though, bro. I have no idea. Man. How are they gonna get the message? How are they gonna get the message across to the outside world that hey, Shide isn't in here for real? You gotta go kill him out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much shit. Ushio is gonna get some of the shadow people there, use it as armor for her and um, mm. Shinpei. Mm. They're gonna get out. I'm not sure, bro. I don't know what's gonna happen. I know I, we know that they can use armor, so the shadow people. Ushio can re reconfigure them to work for her. So we know that's the thing, which is the only smart option because you can't just fight Shide. You can't shoot the fair ones with him. No. Because no, he's not shooting the fair ones. Ever. He never tried. <laughs> so I don't know, bro. How, how would you feel? What do you think is going to happen? I have no fucking clue. Um, <laughs> you in the same boat, bro. This is a hard one. Thanks, Moody, for telling us we big brain because our brains is like, oh my god! I really I have zero clue with how this is going to work. All I have is that, um, I don't know, man. Shinpei, Shinpei has his mind. Shinpei has Rienosuke's power. So with those, with the with the powers combined, <laughs> Captain Planet. No, he's he, they're going to come up with some crazy shit. That's going to outsmart Shide in his current situation, but I don't know how. I do not know how Shide can outthink this in this particular situation because you got to go out there. Wait, didn't they? Did they make it back out there? No, they're. Oh. I think they're. They're thinking up a way to get out. Interesting, bro. I have no. Which, I, which is why I gave that that philosophy that she can just redo the shadows. Interesting, man. I have no fucking idea, bro. I'm. I'm sorry. No guess. We struggling, bro. But I'm I'm gonna be real with you. How does anime keep getting better? <laughs> Still, it's so perfect, bro. It's so it's it's above Astro Lost in Space for me so far. I agree. Yeah. I, I, it, I mean, mo- a lot of it is partially because it, there's more episodes, but it's also just really that good. Yeah, it's not, really that good. Not one downside here. They ain't dropped the ball yet. Not one. Anyway. Let's move on to Overlord. Well, we still got. Was this episode eleven of Overlord? Episode eleven. You said, of Overlord. Did you say daylight? You have daylight. <laughs> Let me look out the window real quick. We still got two more episodes of Overlord left, which I'm looking forward to. Highly, highly looking forward to. But this episode, um, what? Where do we want to start here? Hmm. Okay, so um, I think this episode gave me what, uh, <clears throat> kind of what I've been what I've been wanting to discuss here. Okay, this episode had some of the dopest shit. Now I, I, I'm gonna just go. You know what? Skip this. I'm gonna just go right to this. Did you know that was Pandora's actor? Not immediately, but I I. I caught on part part way through and I'll tell you I'll tell you why I caught on after you're gonna keep talking. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, you could tell it was Pandora's actor only via the way he was not okay. P- 
past. I'm gonna skip past the obvious shit because the obvious shit is him not having his his world itemness out of his stomach. That's obvious, mm-hmm. right? That's how you know that those Pandora's actor. But it was also the way he talked. Mm-hmm. There was a slight tinge to the way he talked that was different than his normal eyes voice, even in the sub. I don't. I hope they do that in the dub too. I don't know if they will. Maybe they will, but it was a slight tinge to his voice that just that kind of gave it away, and I didn't know that until when he 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 used a specific move. I forget what move it was that was that Ice has that's so fucking strong that didn't seem to do much to the uh, the Dragon Lord because that's what he is. He's a Dragon Lord uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Essentially, that's not even a a. Per- I guess spoilers. It's that's, not a, even, that's a Tony Stark Iron Man suit. Yeah, exactly. It's not even a person inside of that armor, by the way. So it's being controlled by that dragon that we saw talking. But and that suit is pretty fucking dope, by the way. It's so dope. Mm-hmm. It was Beautiful. a level a level ninety five. He's fighting Pandora's actor who is level one hundred, but because he's copying eyes, he only has eighty percent of eyes power. Which that's how I knew it was him when he used that. I think it was the lightning ability. Mm-hmm. Which is so fucking strong that when eyes use that ability, but it barely did anything. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Regardless of if he's resistant to magic, and the fact that eyes couldn't go through that barrier too, by the way, was also another reason why you yeah. figured out was him. But like, bef- when when that happened, I'm like, oh okay, this has to be fucking Pandora's, which was brilliant, by the way. Well. So for me, what, what kind of made what threw me off, right? I realized it was not uh, Ainz, was when I was just kind of like, this ain't how Ainz really fight, right? Like, yeah, like, Ainz fights hard people like this, like how he fought, fought Shaltier. But <clears throat> when he, uh, Ainz hasn't taken any damage, right? Mm-hmm. And we and like you said, the armor is what level ninety five. Yep. So I'm not sure exactly what level Irons can take physical damage from, right? But Irons doesn't take anything physical damage from what level Lord and level one hundred. Is that what it was? No, he can he he could take damage. But it's like if it's like from a physical attack, it has to be from something higher than level one hundred. Right. No, it has to be. Uh, it has to be. Uh, I think it said above ninety or something like that. Okay. But regardless, he he wouldn't have took that damage. What, what you're saying is still holds true. Yeah. He wouldn't have took that damage because of the way Ions PVPs. Right, and there wasn't also the there was some preparation, but it wasn't the Ions kind of preparation. Exactly you know? right. Yeah. Like it was minor preparation. Like Ions would be like a uh, uh, lesser shield of restoration, major shield of restoration, uh, major sh- buff. Uh, Unethical destruction spell, (laughs) something like that. He's gonna gonna buff everything before he get in there. You know what I thought you were gonna notice, and I didn't. That's why I didn't mention it when we first started talking about it. What's that? It's the way Albedo was talking to him. Oh, because Albedo loves him. (laughs) She talked to him like she was nothing. Yeah, she didn't. You're right. You're right. I actually didn't even think about that. That would have been the that should have been a dead giveaway. That's that's what I thought you were going to say. That's why I didn't even mention it because I was going to give you that, Sean. But yeah, she definitely didn't say nothing about Lord Lord Iron. She just she just said okay and just kind of did her fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But it was incredible, bro. It was such an incredible fight. Even to see Pandora's actor throw down with somebody was so fucking fire, bro. 
it it gave me the the it made me wonder though like what does Pandora's actor regular power do like what's his regular strength he doesn't have his intelligence is his regular strength that's his regular strength he doesn't have anything else but the ability to copy because if he's if he's Pandora's actor he he can get be by the level 35s like it's it'd be nothing Mm. he'll be literally nothing so yeah he he as long as he has, for one, he's the fucking he's the treasury keeper, so he has access to all these fucking world class items. Know. Yep, yep, and he's copying eyes, which means he has eighty percent of eyes power, which means that he's still stronger than most. Now, the funny part about this episode is that the way the platinum dragon mentioned how he could have beaten eyes if the conditions was right. What they did was they made eyes seem like the NPC. And they made Albedo seem like the player because Albedo was so much stronger than quote unquote Ainz when technically she's just stronger than Pandora's actors as Ainz, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes which makes the situation of Ainz not even being there all the more genius, which this was definitely not a Demiurge plan or Albedo plan. This was an Ainz plan. This was a a PvP ass move, but it was a brilliant thing. A brilliant thing because we know the joke of the show is that all the brilliant moves don't come from eyes. It come it it falls to eyes, but this literally came from eyes because of like how how he knows PvP works, <laughs> and it's fucking mm-hmm. it was genius. It was absolutely genius. Oh, because now the platinum dragon is like okay, fuck eyes. I can kill him. Albedo is who we need to worry about. But they can't kill Albedo because, first of all, like you said, her defense is entirely too high. Way too fucking high. Ain't nobody touching her. But just wait till Irons pull up and they're going to be like. Yeah, because for one, that barrier wouldn't have been shit to him. (laughs) Like he would have, because he obviously has world class. His rings are fucking world class items. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can get through that barrier is if you had another world class item, which he does. Even in his stomach, <laughs> like it's just so much crazy shit that I absolutely love this episode. I almost gave this episode of the week, but I realized I gave it episode of the week the last three weeks. So I'm like, let me not do that. <laughs> let me not do that this time because. It, but the implications again were huge. Two more episodes left. Absolutely love the show. It's, it's fucking. It's great. All right, gut check. What do you think is going to happen in episode twelve? Uh. Is this episode is the last episode? No, this is episode twelve. It's thirteen episodes. Okay. Um, because then there's gonna be a movie. They gotta have some kind of wrap up, bro. I have no idea. Oh yeah, they definitely will. I think Ayn's gonna pull up on the Platinum Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he gonna he gonna pull up on the Platinum Dragon, just like teleport to him. Oh, go straight there. Oh, the dragon itself. Yeah. Oh. But I, I don't because I don't think Irons recognizes that there. He doesn't recognize that there's a there's like that suit. Well, he did recognize that the suit was. Oh, yeah. There was no one in the suit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think he gonna find a location because he he did he pinpointed the location of Dragon Two, didn't he? I don't know that. I don't remember. I I feel like I thought he said that. I think he's gonna pull up on the dragon. I think he's gonna go there, and he's gonna try and be like up front with him, like hey. Uh, I'm looking for other players. Well, while that's a great 
great idea. I don't you probably won't though. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. Only because the the platinum dragon is in the holy kingdom. Mm. So what what I think is gonna happen is I think obviously this is when the empire falls, right? So eyes is gonna go, they're gonna fight, they're gonna kill everything, and then the platinum dragon is gonna pull up to try to fight the real eyes. And then this is when we get real information on how how eyes pop off. Obviously, he's gonna pop the fuck off um, with the fucking oh with with the floor guardians with Kokaitis and fucking shouts here, or as they say in the Japanese version, uh, Kakatis. <laughs> it's fucking. It's gonna be so dope. I'm a whole kingdom full of demons, dude. He brought they brought a thousand people. They had the eight fingers bring a thousand people from the empire and just bring them to Nazareth. So they about to create this fucking almost utopia for these people so it's so great man this show is so great i'm very interesting to see what's going to happen very great show and let's move on to certainly last but not certainly not least is vermil and gold bro Ver- oh this episode was a little powerful um, it was a hot heart stomper yeah this is episode 11 of vermil and gold now vermil and gold has been a fantastic show but we got to go into Vermil's past, deep into her past. I thought it was going to be some other shit, right? I thought it was going to be her just kind of rampaging for no reason. Her reason for rampaging was some of the most heartbreaking shit I've seen in a very long time. She's just a normal little girl who happens to be a part of this orphanage, essentially, with this sister and, and this these other family members and shit like that. And they don't know that she's a demon until one day they find out and when that city find out that she actually is a demon they do the most fucking absurd disgusting shit and I just try to weed her out as best, as best as they can and this is why as crazy as it sounds cause she's a demon yeah but like the cult that is religion bro I just <laughs> <laughs> and you said that right the fucking cult <laughs> it it is such a fucking cult, but it's not. I'm, and I, I'm, I don't mean to say that to make it like bad, but because uh, if you if that's what you believe in, by all means do it. But they they dis- demonstrated this in so, so many ways that that obviously we've come a long way throughout humanity, right? From the time but this is exactly right. how it has been. Yes, you're different. We don't understand things gotta be a demon find out that these people aren't dying because of a demon they're dying because they have a miniature sickness plague within the village they're dying not from vermil and they blamed it on her because she's different yeah she is a demon she is actually very much so but the saint took her in and she's never done anything wrong and instead of instead of looking at her and saying you know what let's look at what's going on a little bit closer they looked at her and immediately judged her and said, nope, she's the reason everybody's dying. Get she rid of her. This, yep. And, oh my God, it is for her, quote unquote, sister to uh-huh. basically tell her, hey, you know what, just run, get out of here. We we don't we don't want you to fucking fall to these people. We'll be okay. We'll, we'll be fine if you just get out of here. Get safe. Get somewhere safe. The fucking townspeople decide that because the fanatic. They, yeah, the fanatic. Ooh, good word. The, the because you're in close proximity, I don't fucking know what excuse they would have, but something that fucking cultists would do, 
they decide to kill the entire orphanage kids and all the sister and all bro and like, I, I, do, I do feel like they showed us too much in this <laughs> oh, killed me man it killed me I agree because I was like man I because it, it wasn't fair it wasn't fair at all and I, I, we understand because that's whoa, just how whoa, it is whoa, whoa, what you say you might cut out I said uh, it, it killed me because we do realize that like life isn't always fair Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. True. But that wasn't a scenario where it should have gone down like that. Especially, like, I can I can even understand maybe the adults, right? Like, if an adult bring in demons and we know demon what demons are capable of, I get it. Adults made made a bad decision, but the kids, Ugh. we looking at children. That killed me, bro. Like, since when do we just be offing children? When I saw that, I'm like, Vermil pop the. F- Fuck off! Kill everybody! Yeah. Kill everybody, bro! And it was it again. Everything this episode was illustrated so well from how they were taunting her and how the art looked. It was so good. It was so good because it looked it looked how it would it would look how you would feel it looked because of the whole entire town is yelling and screaming and pitchforks and throwing shit and it's doing all kinds of crazy fanatical shit that it just it was it was so beautifully done like you felt it you felt yeah. you felt it all and in the end that shit touched me in a way like I, ugh. because sometimes people just need to be accepted for who they are i just loved right? it. i absolutely and, loved it and I, uh it's a little it's a, I'm, I'm just gonna kind of give a story like this a little personal story my uncle was in jail for 20 plus years for murder um, because he killed somebody, obviously, right? But it was because um, they were giving drugs, trying to give drugs to his younger siblings, and my uncle wasn't with it. Right. So my uncle, uh, they and and this is after these bullies in his school had already forced the drugs on him for over a year. He he shot and killed the bullies, went to jail, and you know he got out of jail and went to go apply for an apartment, and it was like. Nah, you're a murderer. Why would we let you live here? But mm. it's also like, I get it. He he is, but he was defending his family. You know, he defended his family from actual like, like actual really bad people. But that's just not what what it's like. How and society it, is seen. Yeah. It, it it sucks that you know, instead of instead of like not just being bad people around you, you know. Why can't why can't people just be good and just do good shit and not mess with people who ain't messing with nobody? That's what she, I'm saying. Vermeer ain't out here trying to hurt nobody, so let it let it go. And and I understand look more into what's going on. Exactly, I even understand if she, if she did some demon esque shit. She did nothing. She was a kid that played with her family, that loved her family, that enjoyed her family, that was thankful for the little bit that she did have because they were poor. Helping people in the village. Yep, yep, doing everything they could. And just gone. And then again, the way it ends, the way he 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 uh, embraces her and accepts her was beautiful. It was great. It was such a well done. This has been a well done story, and I still love this intro. Probably my favorite intro, outro. Uh, probably my favorite outro of all shows this season. To be honest, outros here is so crazy. But, I don't know, man. That Edge Runner. Mm, nah, I still <laughs> like this outro better. But the Edge Runner outro is fire. You right about that. I feel like Vermil is just too good. And I can't wait to see what happens now that they are uh 
I guess you can say one now because it, remember time stopped where they were. It's it's platinum square time. Yeah, he about to come out and fucking platinum square. Make, to platinum square. Nah, nah, he gonna get his own own square. It's gonna be like a rainbow square or something. <laughs> oh shit, he gonna come out diamond square. Anyway, a fact. <laughs> That's a wrap for episode 170. What an episode. A long All right, man. We just finished talking about Vermeil and Go episode 11. Great it was. All of the beautiful things that it gave us this episode. Man, damn near brought me to tears. Uh, Overlord, episode 11. Y'all already know. Oh, we so ready. And we can't wait for this movie. We just need to know when it's coming. They're going to tell us when it's dropping as soon as the final episode air, right? That'll be dope. Uh, Summertime Render, episode 23. We got two more episodes left. Come Oh, how does this get better? It keeps getting better. It keeps doing it for us. Um, we got to know my check wife for food with what three anime are must recommends for you. What would you most recommend for three anime? We also talked about Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Um, don't forget Polo at the beginning of Cyberpunk Edge Runner said uh summertime rendering was based on the game, but he actually meant Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Oh, um, did I say that? Yeah, I was fucking with you. That's why that's why I had told you <laughs> I said what earlier. Uh <laughs> We also talked about uh, Polo gave us a top three. I ain't give you all a top three because I, I don't know if I really had one. But we also talked about the whole summertime recap and what what our summer anime um kind of brought to us this year. We also reviewed our sleepers and kind of told you a little bit what we think about them if they were hits or misses. Um, we neither of us really missed this year or not not so not yet this year. Um, episode of the week summertime moment for me and Vermilion Gold Polo and that's been episode one seventy of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Bornflower on all social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike You know, I, I kind of wonder how we came up with that, like, ending the way. It- Mic check, waifu, waifu.